Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Ooh, doggy. We got a brand new podcast episode today, friends. We are talking about um, what lighting gear am I buying this year, right? Year 2021. Um, and the reason why I wanted to create this podcast episode is number one, it's kind of fun, all right? Kind of seeing what everyone is using, why they're buying things, and why they're buying um, specific pieces of lighting gear. And then number two is to bring value to um, you know any of you who are in uh, one of two camps. Number one, maybe you're just first starting out and you're trying to understand what lighting gear you need to buy. And then also number two is um, for people who've been doing it for a while, but they're still doing um, one-man band type operations or a small uh, small crew size productions where you have to bring your own lights most of the time, right? And so hopefully this podcast episode can give you an idea um, based upon what I'm buying, right? And so for this year, it's uh, it's been interesting because I'm able to see, uh, like all of us, right? We can go on Instagram, we can see what people are uh, sharing from uh, frame grabs of their work and also some behind the scenes stills of, of the lights in action, right? And um, when it comes down to, I think for me, where I'm at in my point in my career is um, the bigger the light, the more the more natural it looks, right? And so what I mean by that is if you say you have something like a little you know aperture 120D, right? Uh, nothing against the 120D because I still use mine. And it was one of the first lights that I bought. Uh, but the 120D can only take you so far. Um, whereas, you know, newer lights like the 600D, the Forza 500, um, lights in that category, right? The Airy M18. Um, you can do more with the light when it's bigger, right? So, like, say, for instance, if you have, like, if you just look outside your window, if it's a relatively sunny day, right, you can see how much light is coming through that window, right? Kitchen window, living room window, whatever kind of window it is, right? You can see light coming through the window. If you look at the source of the light, it's the sun. And how big is the sun, right? The sun's pretty fucking huge, right? And it's and it's it's so far away and it's uh, being diffused through like the atmosphere, the ozone layer, and then if there's clouds and it's being diffused, right? And the quality of that light is usually pretty damn good. So if you think logically, hmm, well, what could I do to help replicate that in, you know, video production and film production, right? I would need probably a really big ass light. Now, that being said, not many of us have access to tools, um, fixtures like 18Ks or uh, M40s or uh, 6Ks or 4Ks, anything like that, right? We have our aperture lights, our uh, uh, Nanlite lights, maybe light mat, uh, like your light mats are really cool um, or any other kind of light, right? Um, so, but the bigger you can go, the more natural it can look, whether you're going through a Fresnel, whether you're uh, going with the Fresnel and then through through diffusion, like an 8x or a 12 by, right? So these are like the types of um, lights that I'm buying. And so January, I bought the Forza 500 for a really good deal. I think it was like $1,500 and normally it was like $1,800, $1,900, right? And now they're like twelve hundred bucks, um, which is which is amazing. The Aperture six hundred D is uh, one of the next lights that I'm buying because I, you know, there's 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 times where like if you need to 
if you need a good source of light for your background, having one powerful light can help you do that. Rather than having to bring like say two, 300Ds, again, nothing wrong with that. If that makes sense for you, then definitely do it. Um, but for me, it doesn't make sense for me to do that anymore uh, when I've seen the results of what one bigger light can just do, right? It can, it can, you can paint in broad strokes rather than trying to, um, you know, there are like there are times where if you're in a room, uh, you might need five lights, right? Otherwise, then it just looks like one big ass light. Uh, but there are many times where you can you can do so much with just one big light through um, cutting it, through diffusing it, through bouncing it, um, through um, through a whole combination of it, right? Um, so Aperture 600D is one of the lights that I am looking to get with my Forza. Um, I like the Aperture eco ecosystem, and then probably you know later on I'll get like an Aperture 200D that looks pretty promising. Uh, but the 600D for sure. And then also looking at getting um, like the Pavlo tubes, I have the, the two footers, but the four footers would probably do more for me in regard that, again, the bigger the light, right, the more you can do with it. Um, so even though it is um, longer, right, it, it's it's not cumbersome to travel with, but again, it takes more space, right? But what you can do with it, the results of it outweigh the um, the portability. You know, now if you're doing like some kind of run and gun kind of stuff a lot, then maybe the two footers, the small fixtures work better for you in that kind of in that kind of situation. Uh, but the Pablo 230C, a pair of that is looking um, is something I'm looking at getting. Um, and then the like your light map, uh, the light map four. Uh, I've seen some great results. Like if you look at Kenzen Takahashi, I've had him on the podcast before. Look at his work um, for his key light. It's a lot of like light map four. It's a lot. It's a lot of that type of big soft light um diffuse right and with light mat they have they sell them in kits so the kit comes with um the uh three pieces of diffusion pretty much like a quarter grid a half grid and, and a full grid type of type of diffusion um diffusion layer and also comes with a, a snap grid a honeycomb style grid to control the spill of light um and they come in the gold mount and v-mount options as well too right which is pretty standard uh it's not you know, super fancy, like an Aperture, um, the Nova. It's not RGBW. It, it, it is bicolor. Um, but the results you can get from a light mat are just so good. And it's so thin, too. You know, whereas a lot of the lights we use, they're they're kind of bulky, they're long, they're big. Whereas the light mats, like, if you want to do something overhead, very, um, very like, David Fincher style, by a lot of overhead lighting, like House of Cards, ambient top, you know, pulley type light, uh, light mats are great because they're so thin, which means you can you can you can boom them overhead, and you know that they won't be in the shot unless you have to see like huge ceilings, right? But so the light mat four uh, is a light that I am going to get, and uh, most recently what I've been buying is actually more diffusion. Um, so now I have uh, I have an eight by of quarter grid, I have a six by of unbleached muslin. Uh, I have and it bounces too, right? I just bought a um, an eight by of uh, an eight by of white poly bounce. I have that. Uh, I'm looking at getting either uh, an, another eight by of full grid or magic cloth. I have a four by of magic cloth and magic cloth that does some pretty interesting things. Um, you get about a three stop reduction. That was I, I use that with my light meter, so I'm, I was able to uh, you know accurately gauge. Uh, how much light was being reduced from my Forza 500, and that was about three stops 
total with the magic cloth. So there's times where you where you want to soften the light that much, you know, like you need say three stops of light reduction. So um, tools like your light meter are going to help you with understanding um, how much light is being cut off, how much light is being let in. And you don't have to guess, right? You don't have to like guess, um, it might be a stop, might be a stop and a half. No, with the light meter, you can tell like how much is being is being reduced, right? Um, so I guess that can kind of be tied in with lighting gear. I, I have a Sekonic 478D. Um, I think most people are using like the, 850, the 858D, uh, but the 478D does does wonders for me. Uh, it does everything that I needed to do, right? Um, so yeah, light meter, um, diffusion can help out a lot. Diffusion and bounce can help a lot. Um, my mistake at first was buying smaller ones, right? So I have a four by of quarter grid. I have a four by of um, magic cloth. I have a four by of um, bleached muslin, right? And I still have my little newer five of one reflector, like the the small uh, the small version of it, right? And um, those are great when 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 you need to use them, right? But for the most part, again, the, the theme the theme of this um, uh, podcast episode is the larger you can go, the bigger you can go, the more you can do with it. Whereas, like, say, if you have, you know, say if you have a little four by of quarter grid, if you're trying to light a scene where, say, your background is, um, uh, say, you need you need like from your background to your key you need about four stops, right? With quarter grid, it's only going to give you about like, depending on how far away you're diffusing it, anywhere between two stops and one stop, right? But if you need four stops, that's not going to get you it. And so what do you got to do? Okay, well, you know, do I get, do I need a bigger lamp? Maybe you're already using the biggest lamp you have, right? You don't have anything um, uh, more than that, right? If you go bigger lamp, then you need more diffusion. Uh, You need magic cloth. You need uh, half grid you need um, um, maybe you're doing like a four by of your quarter grid and then into uh, a six by of half grid right but you're like man like you know that, that that that's a lot what if I can't bring that necessarily you know so that this is an instance of number one use you know go for a bigger lamp first and then number two have diffusion options where you know say if you again if you need four stops you can do something like, okay, well, you know what? Let's do like a four by of quarter grid, right? That'll give me at least, at least two stops from the point of diffusion, right? Which means I only need another two stops past that. And that's where you can go like an eight by of, um, an eight by of half grid, or we can go an eight by another eight by of quarter grid, right? So diffusion helps out a lot to help get that natural feeling to light. And the same thing can be applied to bounces, right? So if you have a little five-in-one reflector, like it's it, it can work, but again, sometimes it feels like you have a really small light, right? It feels like sometimes you just have an aperture 120D at 100%, like six inches away from someone, right? And not to say that doesn't work, I've done that in the past, but you're very limited in the coverage, you're very limited in the shot size and the angles you can shoot at, right? So in that instance, instead of using like a little, you know, 5.1 reflector, um, go bigger, right? Go with like, so a setup I've been doing is I have my 8 by a poly and I just waterfall it off of a, um, a baby boom arm. Uh, if you don't have a baby boom arm, uh, there's a company that 
cells a little bit less of a durable like um you know baby boom arm it's not steel it's not anything like that it's it's made of like uh some plastics and things like that but i use it for um for diffusion because it's it's light enough right and the poly is a little heavy but it still works right where you can waterfall it off of um your c-stamp right you can you can you can use that and then you can bounce your your source light into that to help give you a little bit more carry for a key light um but again if you're going with like say like a four by version of poly then sometimes you know it feels just like the same thing as if you had like a little 120d with the light dome at 100 percent right but if you have like a six by or an eight by i guarantee you like you can see the difference you can you can immediately see the difference between the light that looks super sourcey and the light that looks you know maybe still sourcey but on the edge of like sourcey and, and and natural and that's what we're trying to go for at least that's what i'm trying to go for and i'm trying to replicate that look of of um great cinematographers like um like hoita and roger deakins and and chivo right and not to say that i'm at that level by any means but it's it's looking at the images that you like using the lights that you like, using all the equipment that you have and seeing if you can replicate it. And if you can't replicate it, you know, now you're trying to reverse engineer like, okay, well, what, what is it about what they're doing? What is it? How is it different than what I'm doing right now? Right? Is it the light? Is it the angle? Is it the time of day? Is it um, the equipment they're using? Right? And, and, and that's the fun part is you, you have to try to figure out, at least for me, it's a challenge. It's like, okay, how can I get this to look like them? Because that's that's ultimately the goal, right? Is is to be at that level, be at that caliber of cinematography. And the one thing that has been supporting me in that uh, journey is bigger light, bigger diffusion, bigger bounce, right? Just just bigger everything. Um, and for many of you, I know that may be difficult because you're working by yourself. You only have a little, you know, four door sedan that you have to put everything in. And in my Toyota Camry, I can practically fit everything. Right? I can fit three C stands. I can fit four heavy duty stands. Uh, I can fit, how many Pelicans? I have two uh, Pelican cases, like an SKB one and a Nanook one. And I have a small Nanook case for my lenses. Uh, I can fit my Easy Rig bag. I can fit Baby Boom. I can fit um, tripod. I can fit my Rhino slider. Uh, I can fit this, uh, my um, grip and go bag where I put all my diffusion in, my eight by neg, my uh, eight by and six by diffusions, my four by diffusions. Um, I can fit, you know, a little a little uh, a grip bag that I have of like A clamps and stingers and and um, uh, tape measure and gloves, right? And so I can fit that all. It, it's, it's a pretty tight fit. You know, I'm not gonna lie, it's a pretty tight fit. Um, uh, I might be able to fit someone in the car with me as well, but you know what I'm saying? Like you have to have those sacrifices and, um, because you get to a point where if you keep using like the four buys and the little small light fixtures, you get to a point where like it's, it, it starts to just look like everyone else's work. Right. And at least for me, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. I'm, tr I'm trying to make my work look as unique as possible. I'm trying to make it look more more polished as possible, right? And to get to polish look, a lot of times you have to use bigger lights. You have to use bigger diffusion, bigger bounces, right? So again, the theme of this whole thing is just go go as big as you can. That's feasible for you and for your work and for uh, your travel purposes. So hopefully the lights and the diffusions that I have been um, providing you today has helped you out. Not sponsored by Aperture or Nanlite or any of these people. 
Um, again, this is just, you know, the, the business paying for the equipment. So hopefully that serves you guys. Um, if you have any questions as far as uh, any other lights I'm looking at buying or any lights that you have that you may uh, want some tips as far as how you can uh, make your light lighting look a little bit, uh, again, more polished in any kind of way, send me a DM. Uh, I'm always available. Uh, I try to be as available as I can. Uh, but yeah, send me a DM, a DM on Instagram. Uh, look at my YouTube videos. Uh, leave a comment and I can reply back. You know, uh, YouTube is, has been really good to me. I haven't posted in about two months just because, again, with uh, family stuff. Um, so uh, hopefully I'll be back on YouTube in, in a little bit. If you guys liked the podcast episode, please rate it. I would appreciate it. Subscribe to my podcast as always. Just your unify of the new podcast episode coming out. And uh, I will see you guys in the next podcast episode. Ciao.